Hello and welcome to another episode of Daf Shvui, Weekly Daf. Give me 40 minutes or so and I'll give you a Daf or so. They'll probably be shorter. We have a short Daf. Oh, chock full of great ideas. Yeah. So we're in the heart of fall, which will be the same through winter. It was wake up in the morning and it's in the high 50s, which is freezing here in Los Angeles. Hopefully the fires in the northern part of the state of California will be tapering off soon. They're still burning. So it was just a regular week. Nothing, no, nothing jumping out at us. Uh, Things going along. And yeah, we're in that lull between Sukkot and Hanukkah. Hanukkah coming up this year right after Thanksgiving. So it's just a work a day, work a week, getting used to the fact that going into work every single day as opposed to like one day a week and then hug and then more. So there you have it. Uh, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. And now a special announcement. Dafshui is a low overhead operation, which happens because we love to do it. However, there are some ongoing costs for the recording and podcast hosting and the like, in addition to my time and Ellie's time and talent. So we are trying something new. Dafshuing now has a Patreon account, and if you feel so moved, you can put a few bucks into the hat. Remember, we are not one of those corporate Dafshui outfits. We are just a mom-and-pop shop from the heartland of Los Angeles. Thank you so much. There is a link to the Patreon account on the podcast page in any of the podcast apps that you use. So we are on 77A. The top line, the first word, works out perfectly. But we are in the middle. So when we last left our heroes, we were talking about the difference between otiot, letters of indebtedness, which is uh, more or less a synonym for a shtarchov, for a a contract of indebtedness, and uh, how they are acquired and whether or not they are acquired with misira, with handing over, or whether they have to be acquired with another shtar, with that a, another contract in which it says to it, I give you this contract of indebtedness, I sell you this contract of indebtedness, and you have the power and ability to collect with it. So uh, just to catch us up, let's go back. We're wrestling with papers for authenticity's sake. On Ayin Vav Aleph 66a, in the layout that was first popularized and published by the widow and brothers Ram these many, these 150 years ago. Brita that says, Otiot Niknate Bimsira Divrei Rebbe. These letters of indebtedness are acquired by Misira, handing over. That's Rebbe. Essentially, they are not acquired unless you both hand it over and write another star, another contract which says, I am giving this to you, giving you permission to collect these letters of indebtedness. Russell Russell, back to where we are, 77A. Amar Amemar. Amemar says, so now we are in kind of a second order discussion. This part of the sugya is a discussion about the first part of the sugya, who is the halacha like, and right in the beginning we run into a question of different Girsa, oh, different versions of these lines. So, Amar Amemar, Hilchita, Otiot, Niknot, Bimsira, Kirabi. So, the halacha is, according to Amemar, that these letters of indebtedness are acquired with handing over, according to Rabbi. So, now we're going to go with the Rashbam, 
uh, for a bit, and then we'll come back and we'll give two other options. So the Rashbam says, this is the this is the version of the Rashbam, and he says that uh, uh, this is what this is what comes out of the flow of the sugya, starting with Rabbi's statement that letters of indebtedness are acquired with Misira, with handing over. And he says that this is also the conclusion in various different places in the Gemara that letters of indebtedness are acquired with handing over. But he the way he, the Rashbam says it, he recognizes that this is not the only Gersa, since he doesn't just say Hachi Garcinan. He does say Hachi Garcinan. This is the proper Gersa, this is the proper version. But he also argues for it by saying that this is the way the this is the way the sugya makes more sense. The conversation makes more sense. So let's continue this way that letters of indebtedness are acquired with handing over. Amrle Ravashi Ravashi then said to Amemar, Gemara Osvara, is this for you a tradition that you st- that you just learned in handing on? Or is this your own theory? Amrle Gemara. So he said to him, No, it is a tradition. Amar Ravashi Ravashi says Svara Namihu. So Ravashi answered him, This is also, there's also a theory behind this that you could have argued. Because letters of indebtedness are words. And words are not acquired with words. So what does that mean? When it says words, it means that the letter of indebtedness itself is a an object that just signifies what it has in it. So therefore, it's in order to acquire it, you need some action, which is the Mesira, right? This is according to Rabbeinu Gershom, that the, the contract itself doesn't help to acquire the contract, except unless there is a Mesira, unless there is a handing over also, because the contract, the, the letter of indebtedness that is being acquired is, is just words and it's not actual money. Right, so therefore, you need some kind of um, what he calls a masebiadaim, some kind of action, some kind of, of of something that you did with your with your hands, and that action is misira, is handing over, which is the essential, which is the acquisition itself. However, a star doesn't help, right? Because star is just words, and therefore, its uh, words are not acquired with words. Therefore, you need the handing over. You can't take one contract and with that acquire another contract because that's words acquiring words. So that's the Rashbam. Now, there is another gear, so which we have in the manuscripts, uh, both in the Paris manuscript and the Escorial manuscript, which is actually, a Mamer says exactly the opposite. Amar Mamer, it's either Hilchita ein otiot niknot b'mesirah or Hilchita otiot ein niknot b'mesirah karabi. So that the halacha is that letters of indebtedness are not acquired with handing over. Right? This is the, and the riff, and the the riff, uh, Rebizu Galfasi wrote the halachot, 11th century, Fez, then Toledo, and the Yad Ramar, Meir Levi Abulafia, 14th century, northern Spain, Burgos. Right? They have the Girsa, this Girsa, this version of the of the Paris and Escorial manuscripts, which is that letters of indebtedness are not acquired with handing over. So the Yad Ramah ties this back to the Chachamim, the sages in that bright of Rebbe and the sages, who say that Misira alone does not acquire, but requires writing. Right, not only handing over, but that the sages there said you can't do just handing over. You need handing over and 
writing. And so then, according to this, if it says that 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 the letters of judgments are not acquired with handing over, so then the continuation of the Gemara says, Amalei Ravashi Lameimar, Ravashi Yasameimar, is this a, a tradition or a theory? And he says it's a tradition. And Ravashi says, Svaranamiu, it's also a theory, the Otiot Mili Ninu, Umili Bemili La Miknin. And since the letters of deadness are words and words do not acquire words, and we said that, remember, we said that the Rajbam says that that means that uh, the words in the letter of indebtedness can't be just acquired by the words in the contract, but have to be acquired by handing over, and only so they only you only need the handing over. The Ad Ramat says that explains that when it says it is just words, it is not implying that if there were no words in the star in the contract, then the star could be acquired with words. Rather, that the star has no in the contract has no inherent the letter of indebtedness has no inherent value without the fact that it is an instrument of acquisition based on what is written in it. If the instrument becomes invalid, then the contract itself is worthless. And therefore, in order to acquire this instrument, the paper itself could be acquired by misira by the handing over. But the rights that are written on the paper are words, which, since they are not things, can only be acquired by a star, by another contract that says, "This is, this is, uh, I am giving you permission to collect." The debt that is that is written here, and the Rambam says this for the for the halacha. Somebody sells a a contract of indebtedness to his fellow, or he gives it to him as a present. It is no that cannot be acquired with just handing over the contract to his hand, because he only gives him the testimony. Um, because he only gives him the, this is just the star, the letter of indebtedness is just a testimony that a loan happened, that indebtedness happened. And that indebtedness cannot be grasped in the hand, right? That's what the Yerama also said, it can't be grasped. So therefore, you need another thing. And that other thing is a, another, is a star. You have to write that I am giving you actually what's going on here is actually I'm giving you the permission to collect the debt. Okay, now, you might think that this is that either yes or no are the two possibilities, but no, yes. Rabbeinu Gershom, who's a contemporary of the Rashbam, says, his version says, Otiotnik note that letters of indebtedness are, are acquired by handing over just like the Vilna and like the Rashbam. However, he does not have the end of that sentence, Karebi. He doesn't say that they are acquired like Rebbe says. And his comment is, quote, even though, well, it's not a quote because it's my translation, even though he wrote that all liens on this are transferred to you, he doesn't acquire without Mesira. Right? Even though the owner, the original owner of the debt wrote that all the liens on this debt are transferred to you, the buyer, the buyer doesn't acquire them without a handing over. So this sounds like the Ad Ramah, and he could have a middle road understanding, which is that the Mesira, the handing over, is efficacious, but unlike Rebbe, it requires writing. So the Mesira works, but it also needs writing. So that's what he means when he says that Talacha is that letters of uh, indebtedness are acquired with handing over. Okay.
There you go. Three possibilities. This week's podcast is brought to you by the Cucumber Council of America. You know those times when you want to snack on something that's not too spicy or spicy at all, but at the same time not really sweet or sweet at all? Something that's crunchy, but when you bite into it, there's no danger of taste. Well, then you are looking for a cucumber. Big ones, little ones, they've all got that refreshing lack of any sort of taste. Cucumber, it's not a food, but it's not not a food. So, I'm, so remember, Ash, Ravashi says that words are not acquired by words. The Gemara says, below, is that true? Really? So Rabba Bar Yitzchak says, in the name of Rav, there are two types of situation in which there are contracts. One is, the first is, acquire this field for Jane and write her a contract on the field. So he's allowed to, the, the seller is allowed to renege on the contract, but not on the field. Okay. And the second is, The second case is, if the owner says, acquire this field for Jane, in order, Almanat, in order that you write a contract for Jane. So in that case, the, the owner can renege on both the contract and the field because the field is only given in acquisition on the condition that you write the contract. Right? So therefore, it's not, it's not immediately given. Right? There's not, there is a principle of Zachin Ladam Shalabafanav that one can merit a person not in front of him, but that here also it also means technically that a person can acquire something to somebody else, right? I could give over, transfer to you my field without you being here because it's a good thing for you, right? However, if I say acquire this field for Jane, I'll not in order that you write her a star. So you don't get the star, you don't get the field until you get the star. So therefore, you can renege on both the shtar and the field. Rav Chiyabaravin Amar Rav Huna. So Rav Chiyabaravin said in the name of Huna, Shlosha There are actually three cases of contract. Trey Hadamran. These two that we said, Idach, and the other one, In Kadam Mocher V'Katavet Ashtar. If the seller jumped ahead and wrote the uh, wrote the contract before the buyer was even there. Like that Mishnah that we said in later on in Baba Batra in the tenth parak ten six, Kodvin You can write a contract for a seller even though there is no buyer there. It says I'm going to sell this field to Jane. Write me up a contract. Where's Jane? I don't know. Okay. Kevan zig zebakarka star Once Jane takes hold of the land, then also the contract is acquired wherever the contract is. And and this actually is, according to the following principle, in Mishnah Kedushin 1.5, Nechasim she'en lemachrayut, niknim im nechasim she'esh lemachrayut, a state upon which there is no responsibility, meaning if I sell you my land, and then somebody else comes and says, no, it's my land, and takes it from me, then the seller has no responsibility to the buyer, and uh, a state that has no responsibility. 
But things that do not have attached to them this kind of rider of responsibility are acquired with things that have rider responsibility. And that here in this consideration refers to metaltalin, those things, movable objects. When are they acquired together? In cases of in using the mechanisms of kesef, shtar, and chazaka, money, contract, and means of acquisition. Chazaka, putting up a fence, taking down a fence, that kind of thing. Agav, shiny. So they say, oh, of course, because this is by way of or together with. Just like a, a coin, which is not bought with chalifin, which is kind of a, a symbolic acquisition, a way of picking up something that's worth a pruta, usually a piece of cloth. Sometimes you see it if you sell your chametz. Sometimes you see it at a, at a ketuba. Um, and so therefore, uh, it, it, even though you can't buy, can't acquire coin with this type of acquisition, still, if you acquire land and coin, so then you can acquire the coin by way of acquiring the land. Papa. This is like the case of Rav Papa. Havale Tracer Alfe Zuze Be Chosai. He had twelve thousand zuzim coins in Be Chosai. Akninu Niale Rav Shmuel Bar Acha, and he acquired it too, or transferred it to Rav Shmuel Bar Acha. Agav Asefer the Beit. Rav Shmuel Bar Papa wasn't Rav Shmuel Bar Acha wasn't there, but he transferred him together with, attached to, in tandem with the threshold of his house. He said, here, I am giving you the threshold of the house and these 12,000 coins. And it worked. And how do we know? Because ki ata nafek la'ape atavech. When Roshmuel Baracha came out to uh, Papa, he was so happy that he ran out to him and until Tabach, which is some city a distance away from where Rav Papa was. Okay. Aval lo machar lo atabadim v'lo atamartzufin v'lo atantiki. The next line of the Mishnah: If he does, he does not. When one sells a ship, one does not sell the enslaved persons. Does not sell the containers or or large bags that that contain the things that are being brought to market. And nor nor does one sell those things themselves that are being brought to market. Uh, my antiki, what are antiki? Amar of Papa, iska de begava. Rav Papa says the things inside them that are being brought to market. That's the end of the discussion of that Mishnah. On to the next Mishnah. Machar etakaron lo machar pradot. If one sells a wagon, one does not sell the animals with the wagon, the donkeys with the wagon, the mules. Machar pradot lo machar karon. If one sells the mules, one is not selling the wagon also. If one sells a yoke, one does not sell with it the animals that go in the yoke, the bulls or the rams. Or the... If one sells the animals, one is not selling the yoke. Rebuda says, no, wait, wait, wait. The amount of money that changes hands or that's asked for will tell us what's going on. Kate said, in what case? Amarlo, if the buyer says, Sell me your tzemed, which usually we understand to mean yoke, for 200 zuz. 
And we know that a ziok costs way less than 200 zuz. So obviously, Rabbi Huda says, he's not buying the yoke, he's buying the yoke and the animals. And the sages say, no, the price is not a proof of what was intended. Ooh, okay, the Gemara. Tzni. Rav Tachlifa Bar Marava Kamei de Rabbi Abo. So Rav Tachlifa Bar Marava, which might mean Rav Tachlifa from the land of Israel, from the West, was reciting Mishnayot in front of Abaye. Machar, and this is what he recited. Machar et Karon, Machar et Pradot. One who sold the wagon, sold the mules. Also, if one sells the wagon, then the mules are included. So Rabbi Abao says, Vaha'anan lo macharzan. Did we not, don't we say in our Mishnah that one who sells the wagon does not sell the mules? So what's going on here, seemingly, is that Rav Tachliva bar is like a, a book. And he's reciting the Mishnayot that he has received to Rabbi Abao. And Rabbi Abao knows this other set of Mishnayot, which seem to be like our Mishnah, in which there's a different Gersa, a different version in, in Rav Tachliva bar It says, if one sells the wagon, one sells the mules. And in our Mishnah, it says, if one sells the wagon, one doesn't sell the mules. So Amarle Ismay, so Rav Tachliva said, should I erase it? Meaning, should I change my memory of it? Amarle La. She said, so Rav, Rabbi Abba says back to him, no, titargei matnitich ba'adukinbo. Translate your Mishnah or explain your Mishnah in a case in which the wagon and the animals were attached to each other. So ba'adukinbo, when the animals were attached to the wagon. So when the buyer said, sell me your wagon. The animals were attached to the wagon. And therefore, that's that. in that situation, the animals are sold with the wagon. So it's interesting because here we have a back and forth where we, where we have two memorized Mishnayot coming in contact and in clash with each other. And rather than giving one supremacy, they managed to preserve both traditions in different ways. Okay, machar et atzemed, velo machar et abakar. If one sells, lo machar et abakar, one sells the yoke, one does not sell the animals. Hechidami. So what is that talking about? If we're talking about a situation where the yoke is called yoke and the animals are called animals. So pshita. So that's obvious that you didn't, if you sold the yoke, you didn't sell the animals. Tzimda zavinle, bakarla zavinle. Sold the yoke, you didn't sell the animals. The Ella, rather, the karule nami lebakar tzimda. But in a situation where people also call the animals yoke, a yoke, right? So it's a yoke of animals. Kule zavinle, in that situation, everything is sold, both the yoke and the animals, because that's what people refer to it as. La tzricha, no. We actually need this Mishnah, because it's not so simple. We're talking about a place where people call the yoke, yoke, and they call the animals, animals, but there are also people who call the animals, yoke. So then what do you mean? So then we have to have a principle for what goes on in that situation. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda continues and says, no, the, the money will tell us what he means. 
Rabbanan Sabri, ain't a raya. And the, the sages say, note that the money is not a proof. This is where we're going to stop, but it, this leads us into the situation, into questions of fraudulent sale. Right, what happens in the question of a fraudulent sale? If I say simda, and I mean both animals and yoke, but you think animals, so then does that obviate the sale? Does that uh, erase the sale? Or you have to give me back my money? Or not, right? Since I did say Tzimda. All right, that will leave for next week. It's been such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for joining me this week in the Beit Midrash in the Closet. My name is Aryeh Cohen. You can follow me on Twitter at Irmiklat, I-R-M-I-K-L-A-T, Irmiklat. Thank you, as always, to my wonderful producer, Eli Unger-Sargon. Please check out his podcast, Four Cubits with Jeff Helmreich. Thanks, as always, to my amazing chavruta, Charlotte van Robert. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the communications department of Daf Shui, who came up with the wonderful logo. As always, my address, my email address, if you want to communicate, love to hear from everybody, is thewidowandthebrothers at gmail.com. Please come back next week. Bring a friend. We'll all huddle together. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a great rest of your week.